Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello, today we are going to talk with Spirit once again, but this time with Erasmus. And our subject today is truth and graciousness. Greetings to you, Erasmus. Greetings. This is Erasmus. So let's make a start then. So the first question I'd like to ask you about truth and graciousness, let's let's be straightforward about it. What is truth? Yes. Now, truth is and always has been part of everything within the complete whole universe. It is pure. It is, in our regard, in spirit, something that is most beautiful. It is contained completely, utterly, within the great mind, your God of the universe. Our God we call the great mind, or otherwise known as the unnamed one. But truth is absolute. It is clarity and its sound is most beautiful. It is the sound of a crystal bell, if one could imagine this. And its colour is a brilliant light. It is simplistic. It is simple. That is truth. Now, the interesting thing about that, Erasmus, is one person's truth may differ from another person's truth. That may be, but if both are offering truth as they see it, nonetheless, it is still truth. It may be a different aspect of a view of a particular item, but if each person is being true, then that is truth. And sometimes something that is true may be interpreted in different ways by people, in what they see, in what they hear. But nonetheless, truth is pure and complete and of great clarity. Okay, thank you. And I suppose then let's flip the coin. What then is falsehood, Erasmus? Well, falsehood is everything that is negative within the universe. It is destructive. 
It is evil. It is the essence of evil. And in that way, and in many ways, it is most ugly. And I would say also that a falsehood is given by a weakness within a person, a spirit within the earth, a humanoid. Because at home, in spirit, we do not have falsehood, because it would be immediately seen and understood as such. And therefore, there is no falsehood, there is only truth. It's difficult to imagine, isn't it, from, from a human point of view, where truth is really not respected or or given any sense of importance at all on, on this planet. It seems to be... Not at your time now. No. no. So what is the importance of truth, would you say, Erasmus? I would say... One very important consideration with truth is that if two people are together and one offers the other falsehood and that is recognized, perhaps not always immediately, but because truth is the daughter of time, truth will surface, and then it would be known that that one person had been false to another. And in doing this, they have not only revealed themselves as weak, they have lost their dignity, and that is most sad. But above all, they have lost trust. And the other person receiving this falsehood would be loathed to trust them ever again. And that is most sad. And in particular, within your world, may I also say that where there is no trust, this can lead to conflicts and wars. And then that becomes most serious. Indeed. And so how do you envisage the future for us, would you say? Where mankind must learn to value the importance of truth at all times, without exception. And people speak of a white lie, a small little lie. But that is not so. One falsehood, whatever its color, whatever, however it is disguised, it is false. It is an untruth. And for spirits, that is unacceptable. And that should be so for mankind. 
Man is to take his world forward. At all times, truth should be spoken and it should be valued, as it has been in many, many civilizations in your past, where truth was upheld because honor was considered most important above all things. And that is how it will be in the future. It has to be, it has to come. For without truth, your world simply cannot survive. It is expected to, it will do. But man, to enable his world to come back into sanity, back into some form of health, when at the moment it is so sick and out of balance, then truth has to be uttered by all at all times. So we need to learn to recognize truth and recognize falsehood better than we do right now, I take it. Indeed, yes. So how would you say we could recognize truth in someone? Is it just something that we learn to do by sensing it, or, or how would you say? Yes. In the future, children will be taught in a very different way than they are at present within your earth. In all lands, in all cultures, children will be taught spiritual values first and foremost. And they will be brought up to live in a more balanced and a more spiritual way. And one thing they will be taught very importantly is to sense vibrations and what is known as auric sound. Because if somebody offers falsehood, the auric sound and the vibrations from that person change. And anyone who is sensitive to this would know what that meant and would see immediately that it was false. You have an expression in your language that's when somebody perhaps offers falsehood. It is said that what they spake did not ring true. And perhaps that is an expression that has come down from the ages when people knew about auric sound and knew very well that when a falsehood was offered, the sound would not 
ring true. There is much meaning in this. And that is for the future. So people will know and identify falsehood if it is offered. Because at the moment in life, a person doesn't feel at all trusted by anyone. And no one seems to trust anybody else. Unless you're really close to certain people, then you do. But in in the big world out there, your word is worthless, isn't it, at the moment? Not, not your word, but people's word is worthless out there. I have to go and prove yes. who I am all the yes. time. Like my word is just not good enough, despite Indeed. the fact that I take truth very seriously. Because in this age you are within, this civilization, truth is not given any value. That is so. It is very sad and it must change, as I have said, and it will. But at the moment it is the reverse so that everyone expects falsehood to be given before they might consider that that person is more truthful and honest. So it is for the individual then to have to prove themselves to be worthy of trust, to be understood as a person of truth. It doesn't mean that you should blurt out the truth at all times, does it? It means no. it just means you need to respect the other person, do you not? Yes. I assume that is where graciousness comes in, Erasmus? Yes, it is. And that is a good point to bring this subject in. That is so. Because you might be asked to reveal something, to say something. And where a person might be tempted to give falsehood, and of course they should not, in the correct way, they would say, well, I cannot answer you in the way you wish, or I cannot give you that answer for whatever reason. But above all, giving truth to another is the epitome of graciousness. Graciousness contains truth. It contains respect. It contains concern and dignity, all these things. But above all, if there is no truth, then there is no graciousness. One must be contained within the other. And that is important. Graciousness is another major item within your world, which is sadly devalued and missing so strongly. And that is very sad. People 
have lost the art of communication. And for one person to talk to another must always be in graciousness, even if you are talking to your enemy, you might wish to kill the other person through warfare, whatever, but you would always offer them graciousness at all times. Quite often, Erasmus, people would say, well, I told a lie because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. Oh. <laughs> You've heard this so many times, I'm sure. Yeah. So what do you say to that? Well, again, it is, it is a weakness. There is no doubt on this. And I would also say that really it is a form of ignorance because that person does not know how to communicate well, does not respect the other person as much as they should, because very simply, there's a very, very good chance that the truth will surface in time. And then that person will know the truth, which still might hurt them, but they are then hurt even more by discovering that the one person they looked upon to give them the truth was weak enough and could not face what they were asked to give. They lacked the strength to do that. And that situation is then made worse by the indignity of that falsehood. Sometimes giving truth is extremely difficult to do. And yes. you could easily lose friends over it, couldn't you? even though it's the right yes. thing to do. Well, you could, but then there are two things to consider here. One, if it's offered graciously, then there is no accountability. You have acted correctly and you cannot be corrected in this. And the other thing is, if you are offering it graciously, and it is the truth. Is there something in the person that is weak on receiving this, that in spite of hearing the truth, they have not got the strength to accept it or the graciousness to accept it as it was given? So that is another consideration. If you didn't answer, so basically you're withholding the truth, is that a, a correct thing to do or 
an incorrect in some circumstances of course you are not obliged to tell everybody everything of course not if there is something for good reason that you would not wish to repeat you might be under an obligation not to reveal information that might be considered very personal. So yes, you are not obliged to just to give out everything, especially as another might request it. And again, you must always respond graciously by saying you are not in a position to give that information or to respond. We've talked about truth and graciousness. Now, these two are going to work hand in hand in the future, I take it. And I'm assuming it's the only way forward. Is that right? Correct. It is the only way forward. It is the only way the future of your world can be. And as I said before, it is not expected that your world will be destroyed, but it remains that man must adopt truth at all times and graciousness to enable your world to survive and not to destroy itself. This is the way our future is going to be. So how do you envisage the way man will be in the future and using the qualities that you've just mentioned? Man will be quieter. He will listen more. He will have a very acute awareness of the natural law. And he will be gracious to all his neighbors and friends, people overseas, who will be coming together in perhaps a smaller world, communicating better. People will be more precise in their language and in their communication. There will be less noise. So sound will be valued more. It will be important for people to listen on many levels, to learn each from the other, from the natural law, and of course, from spirit. There will be more communication with the spiritual world. There will be more to learn 
and man will be more in touch with nature, more in balance with nature and the natural law. And in that way, he will learn and evolve through a science and technology which is only beginning to start surfacing more in your world. Your world at the moment has been the mechanical age. And this is now starting to become a little redundant. And what will take its place is man complying more and understanding and working with the natural law so that technology, medicine, and many, many other aspects of life will be more working in a spiritual sense, in the science of spirit. Not in religions or anything of that nature, but simply applying the science of spirit. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close? No. I, I, I just wish to say thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak and to give you my thoughts from my land about these two very important commodities, truth and graciousness. So I say thank you. And thank you to you too, Erasmus. Thank you very much indeed. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a web page, www.erasmus-foundation.org, or email us info at erasmus-foundation.org. Thank you for listening.